This is the 98.7 ESPN High School Football Report. This is the Mike Wick High School Football Hour on 98.7 ESPN. Yes, it is Saturday morning. It is 8 o'clock. It is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. So that means it is the Mike Quick High School Football Hour that is in the house, back for another big week. Playoffs. Have you reserved your spot on Main Street in (laughs) Wayne? Because this Wayne Valley team, all of a sudden you've jumped on the bandwagon, is rolling. Well, Mike, I don't know if you want to get into it right here. Yeah, right away. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, Gordon. Break it down, Gordon. Kyrie, hit the music! (laughs) (laughs) At the intersection of North Hillcrest and South Hillcrest Boulevard, Maloney Stadium. Big Friday night. Gordon's been doing his homework. I love it. A town that sounds like it bought a monorail from that salesman on The Simpsons. But their football <laughs> Gordon's team got a writer. Top seed in the North 2 Group 4 playoffs. The State Liners, 8-1, led by Frank Duffy. Coming off an electrifying 62-point performance a week ago. Facing off against the Indians of Wayne Valley, 8-2, but a perfect 4-0 on the road. Ooh. The Maestro has not seen many matchups like this, mainly because the Maestro is just the nickname that I came up with. The, the Maestro. Yeah, the Maestro. Oh, the Wizard. The Maestro. Way better than the Wizard. Yeah. Big news coming in. Hey, McCarthy, we need two hours today. <laughs> Big news coming in. State Liners were getting their quarterback and their running back back for this game. Ben Reese, actually, he, no, he played the last week, but he had a perfect passer uh, game, 9 of 9. Their running back, Matt Quittell, was back from injury. So it looked like, oh my goodness, how is Wayne Hills, or Wayne Valley going to be able to come up oh after boy. the big he win against Wayne, Wayne Hills <laughs> last week? You see a lot of times you get the big win against the rival and then there's a letdown the following week. And Phillipsburg, I've never, they have never beaten Phillipsburg before. Mainly right. because they've never played, played them before. Yeah. They've never played them before well, at all. Well that's right, can't but beat them if you never hey, play them. Look, that's a, that's a stat that you use anyway. Monty, wake up. Early on, I'm you awake. could tell this was going to be a tight game. This is not going to be the 62-point blowout from a week ago. It was played in a phone booth. Neither team able to do much offensively. <laughs> Wayne Valley in the first half had two separate opportunities. Fourth and one around, I would say, the Phillipsburg, or as I call them, the P-Berg 20. Uh, another fourth and two from, I think, about the five. Neither, not able to capitalize on either of them in the first half. You were thinking, all right, maybe they blew their best opportunities here. But we go to the half. 0-0. And the Indians' D deserved an A++. So we go halftime scoreless. You're thinking, all right, third quarter is already underway here. It's going to be one or two big plays. Who's going to make them? Well, third quarter, you realize it's going to be Wayne Valley. Oh, Tommy boy. Moran. Oh, the quarterback. Jake Delucia. 29-yard strike. Big play as part of a nine-play drive. Capped off by Moran. Keeping it for himself. One yard out. 244 left in the third. 7 nothing Indians. Could the D keep it up? Uh, Phillipsburg picked <laughs> off uh, a first down on a fourth down play. Uh, it looked like there was a fumble. It was called a fumble originally, challenged, reversed. So Phillipsburg seems like they got the momentum going. Little mojo. Right. But the state liners could not get any. The Indians' D locked them down. They had a fourth and 18, decided to punt. The Indians then picked up a first down. Another first down, and as I like to say, the straw is in the living room. Time to make the <laughs> three leave. We got the new line. <laughs> Wayne Valley moves on. Wow. Tommy Moran rushing for 85 yards and a touchdown. A junior running back, John Testa, tough sledding for him, but picked up 41 big yards. But the real star was the D, led by Jake Delucia. Pitches the shutout. So next up, 
regional final next week. I think it's at MetLife, right? We'll no. Up. No, it's not MetLife. I don't think What'd you look at, Max Prep? <laughs> I don't know. I, I contacted Maxwell Prep, and he told me. Mr. Maxwell. I think it's still the higher seed this week. They don't go to MetLife until the following week, so it'll be well, at. this is yes. the regional final against Old Tapan. Yes. As, or as Monty likes to call them, Old, Old Tapan. Tapan. Yes. I just want to say this. If I knew I could watch the games from my bed under a blanket, well, I would be doing gotta, that. I was you, standing out in the gotta, cold you, last you night. you got to marry well. That's the thing. Okay. you got to marry up. That's so fair. there you go. There's it was only live stream to back. Gordon's house. Gordon was yeah. the only we one had watching. Like 150 people on the stream last night. Everybody was into it. Uh, big, big win. Nice, win Gordon. Well so Gordon. That was awesome. Here we go, man. Now, the I, maestro. I, I will be taking the rest of the show off. I no, did so much go. work for that. No, right, no. No. Well, now they'll take on, as you said, Old Tapan. Jake yes. Pickenich last night, two touchdowns for Old Tapan. So once again, Brian Dunn and that Old Tapan team, you kind of write them off. They're back in the final, Sims. Underrated yeah. coach up there Absolutely. in Burton County. Back in the finals. Fifth He's done a year. great job. And I mean, it seems like every year, no matter what, type of uh, talent he has surrounding him, he always seems to find a way to get back into the playoffs and be a, a challenge for the state championship. So, Monty, so now, Phillipsburg, their season is done, right? That is correct. You're wrong, okay? They play their big Thanksgiving Day game you at Lafayette College. You just set me up. College you set the Ollie, and I ooped it, and then you just Sims told me to foul. say it, because last week I did say Monty, that that's so Phillipsburg, not true. win or lose, I, I trust you, Matt. Win yeah. or lose, their big game is against Easton. On Thanksgiving Day against Lafayette College. It's nice to see that they actually still play on Thanksgiving. Oh, I love Thanksgiving. I I think that's actually a pretty cool tradition. Sims, best day of the year for football. Better than championships. I'll be up there at Darien High School for Darien New Canaan. New Canaan wins last night. Drew Pine, three touchdowns, over 100 for his career. They beat Wilton. They need to beat Darien on Thanksgiving. I think the Wizard will pick that game next week because cool. I'll be in the end zone, tailgate party, the whole thing. And the we'll Maestro have... as well. The He's going to pick that we need game cool... as well. Oh, I have Monty. You need a cool nickname, Matt. Okay. Yeah, Sims is fine. All right. Yeah. All right, Sims. Sims works. Right, yeah. Sims. We're going to break Pretty down cool. Bergen Bosco. There is some good news coming out of bad news at that game last night. Yeah. Kyle Manungai, we thought when we left, we had him on the show a couple weeks ago, could be the player of the year in the state of New Jersey. Looked like broken leg. You got word last night, and it does not seem like the leg is broken. And there's a yeah. Chance. We were concerned that he, you know, possibly broke his ankle on the field. Um, you know, because a guy like that, you don't really see him roll on the ground and like you know in pain like that. But uh, luckily, though, X-rays are negative. Sounds like it's like just a really really bad sprain. Uh, right now, he's day to day. So hopefully, uh, he's ready to go here in a week. When you walked in today. You saw somebody standing out on the street waiting for us, huh? Yeah. I mean, I still don't even know who this guy is. TK8967602. <laughs> in the beginning of the year, when I said after that game at MetLife that mark it down, Iona Prep is winning the championship, some guy, TK441, starts killing me on Twitter. Yeah. And you guys were all worried when I went up there to Stepanak to watch Iona Prep. I said, I'm going to meet this guy, and we're going to go at it. <laughs> and let me tell you something. I am a man of my word. I said to him. If Iona Prep didn't win the championship. Right, Cajas? Terrence Cajas? Didn't I say it? This is correct. And he is here today. He's a 2001 grad from Stepanak. Played for Fred Mariani at Iona College. So now, you told me something very interesting. That you had something for me at that Stepanak-Iona Prep game back in September? Yeah, so we, we got uh, to the 35-21 point in the game. And I started <laughs> taking a couple steps towards my car to go get the... A nice bale of hay I picked up earlier in the day at Home Depot. Really? As I'm walking halfway down the parking lot, Iona Prep pulls the hook and ladder, and uh, I did the same. I pulled the hook and ladder back to where I was, 
and that uh, hay helped me uh, do my full uh, grass seed planting at my house. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so correct. now you are here to pick the championship game today, right? That's correct. You know who has jumped now? Obviously, you wouldn't have the guts even if you thought to pick Cardinal Hayes, right? Are you worried about Henry Beeline the fourth? I'm worried about Hayes in general. Okay. You know who seemingly has no concern whatsoever about Stepanak winning today? Matter of fact, he challenged them. And to me, it sounds like the Hall of Famer, Michael Strahan, is actually rooting for them. I got this sent to me last night, Kai, on Instagram. And I'm going to tell you this right now, Sims. It is not sitting well with all my buddies up there on the Grand Concourse at Cardinal Hayes that the uh, Hall of Famer, Michael Strahan, has got the red and blue on today for Stepanak. Hit it, Kai. Stepanak, what's up? I know you guys got your big championship game tonight. Michael Strahan here. Um, fellas, that's it. Championship. One time. That's it. Not other sports. Get best of seven. Here you got the one shot to get it right. Tonight is your night. Now everybody hopes to win. Remember this. I, y'all hope to win. I always hope to win. Other team hopes to win. Difference is who expects to win. I always expected to win. You gotta expect to win. And that's the only way you will get it done. Alright? Tonight, go out there and handle your business. Do your thing. Stop these fools out, man. Stop playing around. Put your foot on the gas pedal and don't let it off until the game is over and the victory is yours. Alright, let's go get it, champs. Stomp them out. Wow, the wizard will be picking that game later. What we need to do up at Cardinal Hayes is get Willie Colon involved now. Oh, I like that. Strahan has me That's ready to a run nice matchup right there, Strahan Willie. Hey, if Colon is listening or if anybody knows Willie Colon right now, have Colon call the show 1-800-919-3776. 1-800-919-3776. We have a call. Oh, wow. We'll take that in the second block. Oh, somebody's after Monty. Oh, I see that. Um, so we'll do that. Okay, so have Cologne call and challenge Strahan. And plus, Cologne's your boy, Sim, so yeah, you would I'm like to talk him right to now. him. Yeah. I will be at that game. So will TK17046 later today, <laughs> 2 o'clock Mitchell Field. <laughs> he doesn't I'll have a name. Too, Mike. I will, oh, I will pick that <laughs> okay, game no, later no in the show. Monty, cool. <laughs> homework assignment. How'd it go? Um, well, I haven't been in college in a few years, so what homework assignment? You give me homework assignments every day. This is what I mean, Gordon. Everybody heard me ask. Not everybody can bring what I bring to the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, we all can't be doing the report from our beds like Gordon. Monty, I asked you to break down what an at-large team who gets into the postseason off a loss. What did you get on that? Mike, apparently not much. <laughs> did I not ask you? You did, but we talked about it after the show from the caller, and we got thrown off afterwards. And I had so much this week, so many playoff games. I'll be at two today, one last night. I'm a busy guy, Mike. You oh. just throw things at me like I'm still a student. Okay, here's Monty. Yes, Mike. You have to be a student of the game. Okay. Okay. People are starting to get upset. I can see the callers. Right. We got. You know many. who's upset? is the people up in New Rochelle. And we're going to open up the phone lines at 1-800-919-3776 because what has been done to one of the legendary, not only coaches, but men, coaching football, high school football in America, Lou D'Arienzo, is an absolute disgrace. This new superintendent comes there on November 1st into New Rochelle. And let's face it, there's a lot of problems going on in the New New Rochelle school district, especially up at the high school. And you're going to come in, and the people in New Rochelle didn't even want her. She comes in. What's her name? Superintendent Laura Fijou. 
Okay, and she comes in and picks a fight with Lou Darienzo. Now, they have a press conference to announce that coach is going to be reassigned. Okay, that's your prerogative. But in that press conference, she needs to come out and say plain and simple. I can't tell you what he did right now because it's under investigation. But I'm going to tell you this, that there's nothing sexual, that there's nothing physical about it. Because I'm going to tell you right now, Gordon, what bothers me about this superintendent. You've taken a great man and you put his credibility on the line. And now I'm getting calls because everybody knows I know him. And they're like, what did he do? What? Guys, he didn't do anything. He did nothing that is a crime, anything like that. They need to come out and they need to say that. What he did was he helped a student in duress. And there's a 24-hour policy if a student leaves the school that you have to report it. Coach reported it within the 24 hours. And this superintendent has gone on and she has destroyed the fabric of New Rochelle, which is New Rochelle High School football. And she will lose her job over this because the board, the teachers union, wants her out right away. She comes out with a statement last night. I regret, I regret to inform you after much deliberation with the central and building level administration that this investigation will not be concluded by game day. They play today, this afternoon in the state quarterfinal. For her to do this is an absolute shame. The teachers union wants her to resign. The board of ed says she is not going to be suspended. 5,000 people in the city of New Rochelle have signed petitions to get Coach D back. To get Coach D back. The press conference was a joke. She threw him under the bus by not saying what was done. And what was done was a teacher taking care of a student. That's it. They know that. The board knows that. And let's take John from Forest Hills, who grew up with Coach D. John, fire away. Well, thanks for taking my call. Um, I know Lou since kindergarten. And I have to tell you, there is not a finer human being than Lou Dorenzo. And what they are doing to him over... I mean, the details are just very uh, shady in the sense that he helped the young girl with her mother out of the school, and now he's suspended, and he's, they're looking to reassign him. But it's the biggest biggest football game of the year for that town in New Rochelle, and there are a lot of kids that really that, that they really need this game because that is one of the biggest things in their lives. And uh, as, a, as a, a coach, he is such an educator – because it's not just football, it's about them doing well in school and staying on the straight and narrow. And, you know, it's just a tragedy what they're doing to him. And this this woman should be gone. She doesn't even know him. Exactly. She's been on the job two weeks, and this is the fight she wants to make. John, you know what we should be talking about today? We should be talking about the Section 1 championship, the double-A victory against Carmel, Huguenots 42-14. We should be talking about Jesse Parson, who did something that no New York, New, New Rochelle football player has ever done. Not Ray Rice, not Courtney Green, not Jordan Lucas. Ran for 317 yards and five touchdowns, a school record. And we're doing this, talking about one of the great men and educators. And what she needs to understand is that when you're a coach. You teach in a classroom that kids choose to go to. They don't have to go to. And you learn more in that classroom. It's an 
absolute disgrace, a disgrace what she has done to Coach D'Arienzo. It's wrong. She knows it's wrong. The board knows it's wrong. Everybody in New Rochelle knows it's wrong. And I want everybody in the tri-state to know it's wrong. Coach D did nothing wrong. He's done what he's done for 30 years. He has helped a young student. And was that student wrong? Yes. But he helped her. And that's what educators do. And that's what good people do. And that's why she is dead wrong. They didn't want her in New York City. They didn't want her in New Rochelle. And now she's picked a fight with the wrong guy. And she will lose. Because Lou D'Arienzo is as stand-up a man as you will ever find in the profession of coaching. It's a shame what they've done in New Rochelle. A shame. And he better be back next week. He better be. There you go. All right. So we have a lot of stuff to do here. Hopefully Mike gets his blood pressure a little under control. If do you want to be my serious? Agent? No, look. I, I mean, should be. Yeah. <laughs> Sims, we could do a lot of things together. Hey, was, by the way. I go to war for you right now, Mike. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Man. Well, that was definitely a better speech than Strahan's. I know that. Well, yes. it was better than the Sims complete QB thing last week, which was a disaster. <laughs> Sims, oh, Even Gary, Gordon was looking at me. He goes, you're dying right Sims, now on Gary the radio Adler live. Was texting me during the show <laughs> like, oh, my God. I hope he can teach better than he describes it. I definitely can. All right? When we you know, come it was, back. It happens. It happens. Well, it I'm sure be. Gordon's had this experience I, once or twice the on the radio. The Maestro doesn't have those type of experiences. Oh, we come back, we're going to give you an opportunity. We have so much to do. Bergen Bosco, player of the week. Yeah, don't worry. I know I but, can coach well. Let's just get into it. And I'll tell you what. You know who it looks like you should have coached? Is this kid Hank Shapiro from Westfield. Great comeback last week of Bridge, Bridgewater Raritan. Yeah. They lose last night. We'll talk about that. So, Monty, what's the name of the show? It is the Mike Quick High School Football Hour. How's TK962 doing? Doing well, doing well. Run through a wall for you, Mike, after that. Last week it was at Orjan. Now it's you this week. My man, keep that hay on your grass. This is the 98.7 ESPN High School Football Report. The Mike Quick High School Football Hour on 98.7 ESPN is driven by Mercedes-Benz of Nanuet, where it's not business, it's personal. Visit mbnanuet.com today. All right, Sims, last night and Monty, we were up in the end zone at the Bosco-Bergen game, and standing with us was Coach Spags. Now, he didn't want to be there. He wanted to be preparing for today against Stepanak. Right. But he couldn't because what happened last week, Sims? Uh, they just didn't take care of business. I lost my pick, too, as well. Is that, is that what you're kind of referring to? Well, Yeah, were yeah. you going that way? You're a bad yeah. guy, Mike. Come he on. really was. That's what I was really thinking he was We all can't at. be a wizard. But, yes, Iona Prep did not take care of business. Cardinal Hayes. Well, I was actually, to be honest with you, both oh, of your my. quarterbacks, you know, Henry Bielen the fourth, yeah. and Darius Wilson are Sims complete QBs. So I yes, thought maybe are. you could get that oh, out Oh, yeah, way. now play the victim. Okay. okay. So please, yeah. Matthew, if you could just talk about <laughs> what a Sims complete QB is in English. Because Gary Adler would like to understand what. It All is. right, Gary. Geez. All right. Well, this is the fact. Give me a little right? nice background. No, music. no music, Kai. No music? I don't need okay. any music. Right. Okay, we'll just keep it old okay. school. All right. Let's do it right. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to teach you how to throw it harder, throw it further, more accurate. We're going to teach you the basic mechanics of how to play the position of quarterback, footwork, upper body, how to be in the right place at the right time with your eyes and your body. Um, we're going to make sure that you understand the game from the X's and O's and even from your teammates and the Johnnies and Joes. All right. Oh, you like that a little line there too. Um, wrote this for you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, no, Joe, Joe's not oh, very. Walt Clyde Frazier, slicing yeah. and dicing. <laughs> um, 
And, you know, for guys, like, especially, too, we deal with a lot of people that have, like, you know, like, arm injuries, like, going into it when they start training with us, with, like, shoulder and elbow injuries. We're going to teach you why it, it bothers you, and we're going to teach you how to correct it so you can self-correct all the time on the field while you're at practice during the game. And make sure, too, that you can throw it as hard as you want and play the game as free as you want on, you know, on automatic mode without actually being worried about throwing the 20-yard comeback that's you know, a, a tough throw in a windy day. You know? Ages. Give me age. Like Ryan Hurley, one of the big shots here at ESPN New York, yeah. has a son in fifth grade. He lives way out in Long Island. We Derek, take young he's a fifth graders and from Long Island. Where yeah, I mean, we could from? definitely help out any age group. You know, obviously for us, the main focus kind of gets more into that, you know, that sixth, seventh, eighth grade group where it's starting to get into the high school group where that's really where you get a little bit more of your understanding of the game and uh, who you are kind of as an athlete and as a person, how to take it seriously. You have a website? Uh, we do not yet. It's building as we speak. How, so how can somebody get in touch with the Sims Complete QB? They can go on Twitter. They can go on Instagram, Sims Complete QB for both of them. Um, they can direct message us. And, uh, you know, we really will get back to you as soon as possible. And uh, most of our uh, contacts have come through that and through word of mouth and also through the show, too, as well. How do you think he did, Mark? I think he did great. Way better than last week. <laughs> Couldn't get much worse from last week, so, but. I'm sorry, I'm not good at like pumping myself. No, you did okay, a great job. But I'm today. just telling you, like. I want to sign up for Sims Complete QB. Is it too late for me? Yeah. It might be, but there. we could definitely oh, help you win the flag. Up because the Sims Complete QB is now this week's Tri-State Player of the Week. To teach Terrence they how to throw, too. They were the number one seed. I own a prep in the big boy division of the CHSFL where guys who want to play football play football. Cardinal Hayes came in at five and four. First series of the game. Here come the Hayesmen from the Grand Concourse. Henry Beeline the fourth brings them right down the field. The 15 year old, 6'3", 200 pounds. They said it couldn't be done this year. Sophie and Massad, another Sims complete QB, blows out of the Bronx, goes down to Houston to play high school football. He's a recruit for the Houston Cougars. Okay? Oh, my God. What are we going to do? No problem. Hank Henry comes out of Bergen Catholic after his freshman year. Comes plays for C.J. O'Neal. And what he did in this game before Iona could even regroup, it was 18-0. 20 of 25, 297, and four touchdowns. The dude has 15 and a half size feet. Mark, I'm going to tell you right now, Gordon. When he grows into it, and Sims will tell you, this kid's upside is through the roof. He will be a major college recruit. Yes. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, he's going to be a Division One football player for sure. Yes. Great student. This year, 61% over 2,000 yards, 19 touchdowns, just seven interceptions. And TK19706, be careful because right now, this guy is not just here to manage the game. He's here to win the game. I agree 100%. Uh, I think even with Henry, they're, uh, they're a much better football team because he lets them do different things from a scheme perspective than they did with Masood. Masood was kind of, you know, it would, would scramble, took away from highlighting other players. Now they're in a scheme where they're highlighting specific kids and they're more dynamic. This guy Mariani well did a good yeah. job. Coach, you could tell that yeah. this TK guy. That was he, real. He can do it. Uh, and just, I'll just tell you this, okay? I know you like to run your mouth a little bit. Okay. <laughs> do not run your mouth to HB4's daddy. He's 6'5 and played defensive end at Vanderbilt. So leave him alone. This kid's not shaving yet. Upside through the roof. I can't wait to go out there at two o'clock today. Mitchell and I still Field. can't believe he was going to be the number four quarterback at Bergen Catholic this year. Wow. With a school that played, you know, pretty much everybody at quarterback this year. No doubt. Speaking of Bergen that was Catholic. Too aggressive. 
Crank it up, Kai. Here we go. Last night, the granddaddy, 73rd edition, Bergen Catholic and Bosco. They had the gala last night at Bergen. That was a big deal. A lot of people couldn't make it to the game because Bosco didn't switch it. Oh, sorry, One good guys. thing did come out of the, the, the gala, though. That two people bid <laughs> to shadow this show. They made $2,200 on the gala last really? night, Gordon. Have they listened the, to this the, show? Well, the thing is. The second bid said only they'll come in if Monty's not here. That's not oh, true. No, that's Throw not true. That is not true, Mike. Yeah. And I need some of that twenty-two hundred. By the way, send me that. The school gets it. <laughs> I got. I got Venmo. It's all right. The Catholic I'll send school that has out. plenty I'll of money. That out. Send me some. Bergen Catholic had won four in a row against their arch rivals, including a twenty-three seventeen victory in late September. This is a matchup that happens in the semifinals, but usually in the championship. Monty, it was the first time since when that got together in the quarterfinals. They Well, I know Bergen has beaten Bosco the last four times before last night. It was the first time they got together in the quarterfinals since when, Monty? Since? 2000. Thanks for joining Thank the you, show. Thank you, Mike. Okay, <laughs> Thank so just you. like the first game, Bergen Catholic takes the ball, nine play, 81-yard drive, I thought Andrew Bull had two huge throw sims. I know you were at the Ramapo West Side game early. Yeah. He made two. He came out of the gate playing great football. They punch it in, 7 nothing. blink of an eye. Game changes there, Mont. What happened on the ensuing kickoff? Uh, there was a big fumble. Fumble on the kickoff. What happened with Bergen after they got the ball on the Bosco 38? Bergen, unfortunately, could not, not do Not unfortunately. You're not a fan. Well, they could unfortunately for them, they could not do go. anything with the ball. And they three, three and out and punted it away. The game changed there. Then a safety. And then the big throw. By the way, can we stop with this video replay in high school football? Okay. Rob, I don't even know how they see it anyway. They're looking at, like, their iPhone. I mean. Wait, they didn't, the send, it back. They didn't from, send it back to the studios in New York? Yeah, I mean, it? the camera's from, like, you know, 100 yards away. I mean, you're really, it's, like. It's crazy. It's just New Jersey trying to be something different. Stop it, okay? Yeah, all right. It's but we cute, know but this. Robbins nice makes try. a great throw on third down. 22-yard touchdown to Kyle Manangai. Gets into the end zone. Fumbles. We were standing 120 yards away. We could tell he was in. Do you really know to go to replay and look at it on a little pin camera? No, you don't. Then, second half. That's when Jalen Berger looked like the All-American he was. He hit yeah. the side, left side, 82-yard touchdown. You were into it. Yeah, that was a super impressive run. I mean, you think that the Bergen Catholic defender has an angle on him, and this guy just kind of taunts him and then accelerates past him. And it was uh, it was a really pretty thing to watch, man. It, he made it look really Matt, easy. Matt, you were fun on the sideline. I thought you were going to get a flag a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, I can't lie. I was a little jacked up, Gordon. I was I was <laughs> back little, to like the old like Matt Sims at Don Bosco. Yeah. Monty, that was good. You picked that up. Thank you. I yeah, did that was a good job. I was, I was talking I a little smack, too. Yeah. I, I had a Mike few of my other pound. teammates, too, there from when I played as well. So we were we were all excited. Well, here's the thing. You know what got me excited right away in this game? Michael Courtney, number 23, was the best player on the field last Yeah, he played night. great. He was at 5'11", 190 pounds, senior safety. He was terrific. You know what he is? He epitomizes what high school football should be. It's about legacy. It's about tradition. A thousand Courtney's have run around playing football at Don Bosco. It means something to him to put on that maroon and white. Yeah. And the problem is for a lot of these guys in the Catholic League, they want their scholarship and then they check out. Right. Not guys like Courtney, not guys like Colin Ramos, number 27, Navy commit. You know when you're going to an academy, you're playing for the moment, not the future, because you understand what it's like for the guy next to you. And they were 
Unbelievable. Interceptions, sacks, tackles everywhere. 23 and 27 put their DNA all over that game. Yeah, they played fantastic. And I mean, really just like so happy for them as a senior class that's been through a lot. They were there, uh, you know, recruited or, you know, brought in by the Coach Toll era. And then, you know, Coach Toll was, was axed out the way that he was. Um, and, you know, that whole transition that, you know, transpired after that. For them to survive that and to be able to put this year together the way that they have is super impressive. Monty, who'd you talk to after the game? So the two stars of the game, as you mentioned, the defense stepped up big time after that opening drive, giving up that touchdown, but then held the Bergen Catholic Crusaders scoreless after that. My two stars of the game was safety Michael Courtney, as you mentioned, and outside linebacker Colin Ramos. I was able to talk to them after the game. I first talked to Michael Courtney, and he said that the win really had to do with the love that the Ironmen had for each other. Uh, we just played as a unit. We loved each other, and that's what that's what matters. We played physical, played more physical than them, and we just loved each other. It's all about the love, baby, with Courtney. Where's Ramos? And I talked to Ramos as well, and he said that the mission is not done yet. They still have a lot of work to do, especially next week in the semifinal, but he said that the goal is bigger than just this game. Day by day, we're coming at 8.45 a.m. tomorrow, get better, prepare for whoever we got next, just getting better, learning from our mistakes, seeing what we got to fix, and just getting better from that. Sims, you hate practice. Sounds like a great right? leader right there, too. Yeah, absolutely. He gets it. You hate practice until it's the postseason, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you kind of, you got to love like actually getting better at your craft every day. I mean, no matter what it is. And even if you're a pro and you're on a bad team or anything like that, like you have to enjoy playing the game. And well, if waking you don't. Up, waking up at 845 means only one thing it means you survived and you're going on to another game. Yeah. I mean, he's just, I, I know exactly how he feels. And the fact, too, that the way that they beat Bergen at their home field that way, that was. You know, something that they'll never forget. It was a strange post game because after Monty did your interview with Coach Sabella, you and I kind of talked to him. And at that moment, I think he thought yeah. that Kyle Manungai had broken his leg. Yeah, there was he, definitely concern. There was a cloud yeah. over that victory last yes. night. So you already said that you spoke with him. Things are good, not broken. Don't know if he's going to play this week no. or if they win the following week. But Monty, you spoke to him after the game and he was pretty jacked up about the win. You enjoy it for a couple hours. You get back to work, all right, and, and you, you know you just you just focus on on the next one. It's a it's a it's it's a tough bracket. It's an extremely tough bracket. It's extremely competitive, and you know we're, you know we're gonna have to we're gonna play a real good team next week. So it's 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 gonna be a tall task for us. But uh, you know I I love the way we're playing right now. I love the I love the way our guys are, where our mentality's at, and you know we're excited to get back out in round two. Well, they get the winner of today's Paramus Catholic. St. Joe's Montvale game. Paramus Catholic played St. Joe's tough earlier this year. Yeah, 2014. Yeah. A lot of kids have left the Paramus Catholic program. I give Coach Whitehead a lot of credit because he's going to coach it his way. You know, you're not going to skip practice and think you're going to play on game day. Right. So I love the fact that he's done that. And But, you know, listen, with St. Joe's, you just never know. You just never know. I know this. I hope the kid that gets up and talks to that team before the game and says, let's go, is number six, Frankie Monty, because he's a lot like Courtney. He bleeds the green and gold. And by the way, as we go to break, what in the world? St. Peter's Prep, the one seed last night, struggling to beat a very, very average 10-0 and Notre Dame team from South Jersey. Sims, let me throw a stat at you, okay? How can you be 10-0 and and be average, though, Gordon? Is that even possible? Because it you played two teams that had winning <laughs> records, including Del Barton. You outscored average teams 496-30. to 30. You just got by Del Barton. I'm all wound up today. No, I hear you. I, I get it. But at the, at the end of the day, though, it's 10-0. and I Okay, mean, well, let me ask yeah. you this. Notre Dame ran one play in the first quarter. They fumbled. What do you think the score was at the end of the first quarter? 7 nothing. 14-14. <laughs> what? 
There you go. <laughs> St. Peter's, and I give Richie How is credit that even possible? Because, because they returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown. Ooh, I like St. it. St. Peter's fumbled three times, scoop and score, and Notre Dame ran one play in the first quarter. Fumble. That's it. They led in the second quarter 21-14 against the top seed. I'm going to tell you this right now, out there in Marauderland, if you play like that next week, I don't care who wins St. Augustine, Seton Hall Prep today. You are not going to MetLife Stadium. And Richie knows it. I read a lot of his quotes in the Star-Ledger this morning. He was very upset the way they played. They win the game 43-35. to 43 to 35. They gave up 35 points to Notre Dame. I predicted on some podcast this week it'd be 49 nothing, but that doesn't count because the wizard was on a different show. Oh my right? God. Yeah. So he saves his best material for us. Taj Bullock had three touchdown passes. Jelani Mason had an 85 yard kickoff return that got him, but if they don't protect the football, they will not go to MetLife Stadium. When we come back, we're going to talk about the game you were at, do a quick whip around. Freeport Farmingdale are going to get together again in a couple weeks, and Plain Edge kept it under 42. They're going to take on Southside again next week, Monty. That's the big hullabaloo. I'll that be happened. there. You're going to that game? Yes, I'll be there. What's the name of the show? It is the Mike Quick High School Football Hour. This is the 98.7 ESPN High School Football Report. The Mike Quick High School Football Hour on 98.7 ESPN is brought to you by the Green Turtle. It's time for fans to come together at the Green Turtle, the official home, to catch every game, eat plenty, drink well, leave happy at the Green Turtle. And, Mike, I should let you know the maestro has uh, found out that, uh, yes, Wayne Valley next week, Old Tapan at Old Tapan. There you you go. Correct. Good job, maestro. Old Tapan, baby. Old Tapan. The Golden Knights. (laughs) Well, I tell you what, I think somebody's getting ready to light Monty's hiney up. I see he's been waiting like quite Vinny, some time. Vinny from Coney Island and the Monty doesn't give enough respect to New York City High Vinny. School football. Go ahead, Vin. No, he doesn't. Hi, Mike. First time, long time. Big fan. <laughs> back to the late 80s, early 90s when you're on Cablevision Sports Channel. Oh, thank Love you. Love the show. The everything, everything that you do with high school sports, not only in New Jersey and Connecticut, but especially in New York City, which... Something Monty doesn't. Oh, do. okay. Give it to me, Monty. Yes. Trust me, be for kids. <laughs> sports ain't for you. All right, man. But let me tell you something. Oh, let me hear it. Let me hear it. Talking about New York City high school running backs, and you couldn't come up with some names, and you're coming up with this guy. You're humming and hawing, and let me give Disney a little plug here with Disney Plus coming out. All right. If Mufasa is the Lion King. The chosen one, Israel Abanaconda, at a Lincoln High School, is the Pitt Panther. The future Pitt Panther is the best running back in New York City. I'm a little nervous, Mike. I haven't done this radio thing. Oh, you say you sound great. I'll tell you, you think you're nervous. You should see his face right now. I'm sweating right now, but I'll be I'll be honest with you, Vinny. I saw Abanaconda play a few times. Hold on a second. All right. Hold on. This is Vinny's show. This is Vinny's show. I die, Monty. All right, Vinny. Abanaconda. Abanaconda played only eight games in the PSAL regular season. Led the PSAL in scoring with 150 points. Led the league in rushing touchdowns with 19. Had 1,159 yards. Led the league. Three-time leader in PSAL this season. He's the best running back. You keep to Lincoln twice, from what I understand. Rail, Rail Splitter Nation from Avenue X to Trump Village is really upset with you. You not only came to our games, you don't give any respect to our kids. You go in the locker room with Sean O'Connor with the legendary 
Monty, oh. say something! I'm, 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 last Monty. time I spoke, he yelled this, at me. This, this, is, this is a TKO right here. I mean, this is... He waited, for, he waited 40 minutes. I want to hear. So let me ask you this, Vinny. Let me ask you this. Hold on a second. Okay, so every time I try to talk... The show is over at 9. I'm just going to point out. This is just like Rocky, though. Throw the damn towel! By the way, you had a great report, too. Matt, I love you and your whole entire family. I thought Dad would get some more airtime after Boomer left at Inside the Vinny's great. I love Vinny. Like, I can make Vinny all the picks. But Vinny, can I talk now or no? Wait, Ryan Dempsey. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, okay. Unlike you, I'm giving respect not only to our guys. I'm giving respect to other guys. Ryan Dempsey out of Nuganot, great player. Okay. Sam Martin out at Stapleton with Curtis does a great job there. He's awesome. So is Abana Conde better than any of these guys that you're mentioning? Up and coming, super soft over Grady. Okay, you're not answering my question, though. So. Abanaconda <laughs> is not only right. better, he's hands above everybody else. Hands right, above, ben, okay, I don't got, know about that. We've got that. a lot right. to do, so Monty, answer the question. <laughs> I asked him a rank few questions. The, rank the quarter, right, real fast, Monty, top four running backs in order New York City. Well, Sam Martin, I think, is the most talented, and he's also a sophomore, so there's that. Then out of Erasmus Hall, I really like Andre Hines as well. So I get what he's saying about Abanaconda, but I never gave him disrespect well, I'm just if saying, you don't talk about him, that's disrespectful. But when I asked you who the best running back in New York City was, Abanaconda wasn't in that conversation well, hold either. On, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Just saying. My show is good. You said to me, you said to me, Hines, Martin. And Roland. And Dempster. Yeah. You didn't say Izzy. That's, well, that's the my opinion. Best, the best pure as far as get up there and run it. Did that guy not seem Izzy. like a Lincoln Homer from well, that's Coney like your, No. That's he like your opinion, oh, he man. Gave, he gave props <laughs> okay. to every back no. in the city. Okay. And I give props. I'm talking about Abanaconda a lot. But when you said who are the best, you never listed him. And when that's I asked right. you the three running backs, did you mention Abanaconda? Because if you ask me what time it is, I said, I'm going to tell the, you what time I it is. I asked not- you who was the best running back in the PSAL. And, and did a Bonaconda get no, 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 it's Izzy who's oh, going to Kyrie pick. with the background music. All right. Well, that guy waited Boy, 40 minutes say, to say that. I'm glad Sims, he got it in, Vinny. Sims, I'm glad what we you... learned today, and Terrence, I'm sorry you had to see it. Monty <laughs> can't take criticism. I can take criticism. No, you can't. Every time I try to talk yeah. to him back, he said, no, 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 let me talk. What's the name of the show? It's the Mike Quick High School. But I, I don't want to even go to commercial, man. <laughs> go to commercial. This is the 98.7 ESPN High School Football Report. Right, this took me back to my Halloween costume here. I was about to start breaking out. I'm some going to see Queen tonight at the Garden. Are they playing tonight? I don't know. I think it's a Broadway thing at the oh, Garden. Oh, okay. Well, look, it, it'll, it'll be, be fun. fun. It's Quick be awesome, at Broadway. Sure. Mike Whoa. Quick's picks of the week on 98.7 ESPN is built by. The Lantech Group. I don't know if Queen is part of those picks, but go ahead, Mike. All right, here we go. The Wizard last week, of course, perfect in three tries, three and zero. Oh. Monty picked a couple of easy games. They were the not easy. One. He lost in Sims, typical one game, one loss. <laughs> so on the season, Wizard twenty two and seven. Monty eleven and ten. Oh a yeah, week, eleven and ten. And Sims <laughs> will try <laughs> <and> <laughs> one <laughs> one is two and seven. Okay, here we go. We have a special guest picker today. We know that in Terrence Cahayas, he is a, a Stepanak guy. And the thing that worries me a little bit when your last name is Hayes, is the Hayes in the barn. So, Terrence, you go first. Cardinal Hayes, Stepanak, Big Boy Championship, 2 o'clock, Mitchell Field. Go! Here we go. 
Normally, you know, I'm a, obviously a step back homer. I usually always get all over reporters when they uh, oh, really? don't make the logical pick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, going into this game, I definitely say Hayes is the favorite. Being really, the, I, I, you have to you have to go. They're rolling right now, but it comes down to defense and the little things. I think the key to this game is don't think. You got to be deliberate in your approach. Run the ball with McKenna. Run the ball with Benjamin. And get those opportunistic field goals from the Edna Kirby kid. And I think that brings Stepanak to the title 31-26. Wow. Pick. The kid McKenna Sims is absolutely it. terrific. Sims, go. I'm not even going to break it down like that. I'm just going Cardinal Hayes, baby. i got to go with Henry or HB4, That's my it. guy. You like that, Sims right? Complete. Yeah, that was pretty good. All right, Monty, go. Are, well, you, my... over, are you over Vinny? Vinny has me out the bar. Right? <laughs> was, How that about extra, was that an extra loss on his record for last <laughs> week with the performance he put up against Vinny? So Vinny's? I'm, I'm 500? an extra loss? That should be Miles Garrett stuff. Like, he yeah. should be done for the season. <laughs> Oh Probably, my God. Yeah. Well, I'm about to Miles Garrett Vinny from Coney Island hit him with the head and uh, with the helmet. But my pick segment what? is actually sponsored. I'm going to hit him in the head with a helmet. Not really, but I'm what sorry. What is happening today? Who sponsors? I'm angry. Who sponsors? All right, the Monty show is segment of nine. the Mike Quick High School Football Hour on 98.7 ESPN is driven by Mercedes-Benz of Nanuet. I'll tell you one team I won't be picking, and that's Lincoln, because the three games I went to this season when I watched them, they were 0-3. So, sorry about that, Vinny. But the two games I am picking, I'll be at today at Mitchell Field, the AAA championship first. We talked about it a lot today, Stepanak and Cardinal Hayes. I picked against Cardinal Hayes every single week, and every week they've proved me wrong. Today, I'm picking against... Uh, picking against Cardinal Hayes again. Boy, I'm, Vinny's in your head. Vinny's in my head, man. I'm still thinking Shit. about Vinny. I'm my going, cousin Vinny. I'm going with Stepanak. And then afterwards, the big game that I've been waiting Hurry up, for. Just do it the fast. double A championship. Make a pick. Go. I'm going with Shamanad okay. over Kellenberg, okay. my old high Here we school. Go, go tell Flyers, you this. baby. Jordan DeLucia <laughs> is one of the most underrated players in the tri-state for Kellenberg. Watch out, Shamanad, because DeLucia is going to come at you today like you've never seen. I don't care what Michael Strahan says about Stepanak, blah, 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 go out there and stomp him out, okay? Maybe he's never seen Hank Beeline the fourth. Flat out spectacular last year. And what I know now is that Damon Barnes, number nine, is one of the best players. Watch out, 92707, because this guy, number nine, was all over Iona last week. Jalen Smith, you saw minds, you saw moments last week that the ankle injury, he's getting better. I had a talk with his mom after the game. She even told me he's not 100%. He will be 100% today, but will it be enough? I don't know. This Stepanak team, they just come to this game every year and they play it and win it. In the regular season, Stepanak kicked a field goal with seconds left to win. They're going to get a field goal today, but they ain't getting a win. The hay is in the barn for the second consecutive week. I'm going with CJ and the boys. St. Joe's Seymour Catholic. This is a double-A game that I'm really excited about. 10.30, I'm racing out to Mitchell Field to watch that game. Justin Lax became the all-time leading rusher on the borough of Staten Island. He got an offer from Long Island Post a couple weeks ago. I love this kid. What I want is Nick Heineman, the quarterback, is throwing it great. Got receivers like Prolongo and Holmes. They're really good. But are they talented enough to beat Jackson Tucker, the talented quarterback from St. Joe's C? They only lost one game this year, C, to Moore Catholic. Wasn't Tucker's fault, and he's going to do it again today. But not enough. I like more Catholic to win a double A championship. Pope John, matter day down the shore. Dino Manzero's guy, Malik Ingram is going to run for over <laughs> three hundred yards today. But Pope John at one and nine, 
Be careful if you think you're going to roll him. This game is going to be close. It'll be won because of Ingram and his ability to run the football. I like Matter Day to win that one, and Monty wouldn't pick it. But when you got a cat like Izzy, rematch of the regular season final last week, Lincoln hosting Midwood. Midwood has played well this year. Vinny's listening, so you better but not upset him. Hubbard, you know, they're going to key on Izzy. But Hubbard, very quietly, has had a terrific year as the signal caller for Shawnee O'Connor's rail splitters. I like Lincoln to move on to take on Tottenville next week in the semifinals. That game is noon out there in Coney Island. And, of course, the Mike Quick Picks, built by the Land Tech Group, the leader in design, construction, and and facilities throughout the East Coast, Land specializing Tech. in synthetic turf, natural grass, concrete, Calm. fencing, and more. Collective. Visit them at thelandtechgroup.com. <laughs> Those are great guys out there. So there you have it. TK, unbelievable having you in here today. How'd you have fun? Yeah, great time. Thank you guys for having me. What you guys do is great for high school football, and it's it's important, too. How many of your buddies are watching? Uh, they're all watching. They're not watching. Oh, that's right. It's Literally right. Literally no one is watching. That's a good job. They might be listening. That's why you two they're get along so toaster. well. They're watching a toaster. Vinny's listening. We know Vinny, that. Vinny, thank you so much for putting him in his spot. Oh, he my. will go home and jump under the Mike covers is so for the rest happy of the right weekend. Now. Sims, great job bouncing back after a dismal last week. See you Thanks, Coach. <laughs> this is the 98.7 ESPN High School Football Report.